Hello and welcome to Movie Buffs, a show that covers the best action films of all time. I'm Shani B. And I'm Cisco, a.k.a. Misfit Minded. And today we're going to be talking about uh, the 2006 film Lucky Number 11. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's sort of about a, a guy named Slevin uh, who, after a case of mistaken identity, finds himself in the middle of two huge rival gangsters in New York. And while they're watching him and a cop is watching him and Bruce Willis is somewhere in the background. Uh, <laughs> oh, a, a huge, get to him. <laughs> a huge mystery, you know, is afoot. And uh, it's like I have, you know, sort of like that play by play synopsis. But I think what I love about this movie is it's several different stories and you yes. can kind of roulette it and pick which way you want to watch it. And anytime mm-hmm. you revisit it, <laughs> I love it. Right. No, like I was going to ask you, too, before you like, get started, like because I had a bunch of uh, picks of movies I hadn't seen from this era. Kind of we wanted a 2000s action movie and you picked mm-hmm. this one out of those uh out of that short list like why why did you why this one what makes this one one that you like is it is it the storytelling uh device like you're just talking about right now or, or what, like revisiting it yes yes it it's because it is one of my favorite movies it's like a few oh, okay. scene movie because you know it is sort of like a niche and it's an action movie but it's also you know something else and yeah. I think that's why i was so excited especially to talk about it with you because i really like the discourse we have in terms of of dissecting you know each mm-hmm. element here and i think yeah. that you know when i first saw this movie i just was like holy shit you know this is crazy <laughs> yeah complicated but i love all of the actors here i love what i'm seeing minus the flashing camera effect that mm-hmm. that they use every once in a while i, I don't love yeah. that <laughs> right um but yeah i think because it has all of this to offer when you were like oh i haven't seen this i was like yes yes <laughs> so i'm so excited like there you go yeah, it's like it is. I do like agree with that. Like no one really talks about it or like, you know, I was asking my brother, like, you ever seen that? And he's like, never even heard of that. And I'm like, well, wow. I've heard of it at least. I've heard of it at least. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the trailer. I think like in my notes, I even have that like when the uh, the Bruce Willis scene uh, with the double silencers happens. I was like, I vividly remember seeing that in the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. when it, when it came out like and that being the money shot and uh it is it ends up being like one of the best action scenes of the whole movie so <laughs> yes yes um so yeah i mean it, it it was like an interesting experience to see um you know it's very 2000s like you were saying earlier uh <laughs> <laughs> it's mean, crazy all you, gotta, 2000s. all you gotta see for that is that josh hartnett is the star and you're like oh 2000s then yeah Got it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's really only one window of time that can be true. <laughs> yeah. God, so, uh, so, so good. And Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, oh, too, as well. Another God. 2000s gem. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And we'll talk about her. But, yeah, like, those yeah. two, I, I, didn't, I didn't know, like, the cast was this deep in, mm-hmm. in uh, anything really about this movie. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, get into it. More. absolutely yeah let's <laughs> let's yeah before we sort of go all the way in i want to talk about the filmmaking like you mentioned because yeah. it is very much you know counter to how seemingly slow the story feels like it is do you know what i mean um elaborate a little bit more i think i do but just a little it's, bit more 
it's sort of like they use a lot of like jarring camera and fast pace uh, 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 edits to yeah. tell what feels like a really slow story because like Bruce Willis talks so slowly. Everybody moves really slowly ah, okay. and okay. nothing is really, you know, quote unquote happening except yeah. the filmmaking is really putting urgency on top of everything. And it's really fun, even though it's kind of unsettling. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, I, I get that. I, I, that's kind of what I thought you were talking about. I, I think mm-hmm. it's because it's trying to be like, um, kind of like noir films. You know, it's kind of yes. trying to like evoke that a little bit, and they even like name drop, you know, North by Northwest. And, yes. Uh, you know, James Bond films, which like, you know, some of those early James Bond films, like for people that you know. Uh, our action buffs our movie buffs you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> might might find some of those early bond films boring because they're kind of they are slow and they don't have like these amazing action sequences like every five minutes or whatever it's kind of like a postmodern take on uh action films i guess in a way um so yeah i get that I totally get that Yeah. And I just love how there is a lot of intent around the choices, right? Like that stupid flashing technique of sort of like trying to jar perspective of whether or not it's, you know, we're seeing what we think we're seeing. I like that choice. I just hate that Mm -hmm. flash. Like, (laughs) I don't know, where where do you stand on, you know, those kinds of choices as a director? Do you... You buy into you know like the way they choose to to shoot something is also representative. Uh yeah, like I had that and uh on my notes too, but because I remember like like we were I was saying at the beginning of this like I wasn't paying attention and then like all this killing it it starts off with a murder like this guy gets silencer <laughs> silencer best. shot to death yep. uh and, and you see it from the perspective of the car the window breaks and it's like I'm like oh god okay we're we're off uh and then it's like you know more murders after that um <laughs> i i did think like the i don't know if it was like the sound mixing or the editing mm. or both or whatever i i did feel like it was like off like it was too either the editing was too quick for the sound or or you know vice versa mm-hmm. but like i i kept rewinding it to be like maybe uh my stream is lagging or something i was watching it on stars and every time i refreshed it was the same thing like the sound was off or you know what i mean like the mm. glass bre- the glass breaks and then no sound but then like a second later the sound comes and i was like <laughs> okay like that <laughs> That like it was right. very, it was very <laughs> sloppy, like the beginning. So mm. I was kind of worried, like, oh, should I hope this is like this is already giving me two thousands like sloppy editing uh, yes. vibes. Uh, but I do think it got better as it went along. Um, mm-hmm. As you meet the characters, like you say, and it kind of like finds its rhythm, it finds its groove in a, a little bit. And like to the, to your point about like the uh, the intercutting, like my favorite stuff was when like one person would. Uh, would say a line or something and then it would shift like perspective to like the other character like answering it or you know what i mean like it yes. was yes like, it was like a very it was, they would sh- it would change perspectives a lot uh mm-hmm. and that that kind of like kept the story like a little more engaging uh it, it's it like <laughs> for lack of better terms it's trying very hard to be guy Ritchie, uh quentin yes. tarantino style film <laughs> which yep. there were a lot of knockoff tarantino and guy Ritchie films around this time so i'm yes. not surprised that they were trying to do that it's it's a very unique style um of doing it i think in some areas um 
are not successful we'll get into it like i think mm-hmm. the the dialogue you're not going to be tarantino nope. or guy Ritchie. like i think guy nope. Ritchie's dialogue the reason it works is because it's british it's got <laughs> this british humor it's so unique it's you, you you can't replicate that at all it's only guy Ritchie can do that and then tarantino the same way it's like yeah kind of the kind of the rhythm of the way the characters talks, it's very unique. I, I think they kind of get, they, they do get their own rhythm though. I'll give them that. Like in the way that they're talking, like um, one of my favorite examples was when he's talking with Morgan Freeman and mm-hmm. uh, he's like, uh, why do they call him the rabbi? And he's like, because he's a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> I like, mean, I that, like that, yeah. that call and response type of flow. Yes. I feel like they, they did that a lot. And like, if you're not on board for that, I can mm-hmm. see people not liking this, but um, I was yes. on board for it. I think like once the editing got better and it slowed down, I think mm-hmm. um, it, it became a lot better. So I do give it props on that because I it, it did get better. Yeah, that's definitely something I I enjoy about it too because I agree. It's it's very clear that like we're swinging for the fences in many different ways here, and a lot of the time we are kind of just paying homage because yeah. I love that you brought up you know how the dialogue is, but it is sort of like really uh like a farce even you know when they're like you look like the guy who lives here and he's like well then you don't know what the guy who looks here who lives here looks like yeah (laughs) you know like it's it's not only that call and response you're talking about but also like this desire to be absurd and that's the sort of like slow story that it 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 just seems so so interesting to choose when they're going to use such jarring filmmaking and that's that's where the 2006 comes in. Yeah, like I, I think I hit you up, like because like halfway through the film, I was just like, I'm halfway through this. This is definitely <laughs> was not what I was expecting at all. <laughs> like, right. I was just expecting on kind of a shoot 'em up, you know, movie with like assassins and stuff or something from the from the trailer or the poster. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, the the farcical uh, thing of it was actually like something I I liked about it. Thought was like different was that Josh Hartnett um you know seemingly didn't know what was happening i don't know if you want to spoil there is like twists in it should mm-hmm. we are, is it are we good to spoil what happens i think it's it's been a long, long time <laughs> yes yes i think if you don't have the time to see it then just take our word for it and let's spoil it <laughs> okay because uh yeah like i i like the the farce aspect of it and then like they even compare it to like north by northwest about how you know carrie grant is like uh Yep. he's accused of being someone he's not and it's like okay like they're trying to be like that i can i see what they're doing here yeah um and, and it, it, i think this type of movie it's like you you have to like dig this kind of style but like a yes. casual i feel like a casual action fan may, like may it might be a little too much for them but like just mm. seeing so many ripoffs of richie and tarantino like this 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 is like far from the worst like you know what i mean this is actually yes they they do try and do their own thing and uh uh it ended like not where i was expecting like well okay so i'll just get into the twist like i knew for yes. sure that that bruce willis uh and josh hartnett were like the people in that kansas city shuffle story <laughs> i knew yep. i was like it's either it's either like one of them or both of them are somebody and that's like the kid in the story or the you know, my, like the dad or something like I knew it was something like that. And so when it was revealed, I was like, OK, like it, it kind of took away, I guess, like the ending a little bit because I was like, I get I guessed it. But it still mm-hmm. was like you again, you watch this for like the style, like there is a lot of good 
cinematography, you know, snappy dialogue. Yeah. Um, like flashbacks and stuff like that. And, and yes. so I think you kind of have to like, just be along for the ride, you know? <laughs> well, exactly. I think that's also kind of what I like about the fact that you can call one of the twists because yeah. I really like the, the bigger twist, which is sort of like, and I also acted like this really silly person as I yeah. killed your children. Right. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know I know that the violence isn't exactly earned, as you've pointed out yeah. in the end there. <laughs> but yeah. like there's something kind of funny about how like that's actually the point of this. Right. Like right. we we all thought that like it was just about him getting revenge on these guys. But he's like, yeah, in a pretty nasty ass way, you guys, you know, you thought I was it's, this sweet. It person. is a nasty. Yeah. Nasty revenge film. It turns out. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I there like is the something funny. Twist. The Bruce Willis yes. twist, I kind of, I knew he was involved, but I didn't know like exactly how up until until the end. Like I, I didn't know if he was after Josh Hartnett's character. You know what I mean? He was he was mm-hmm. double crossing. He played a double double cross. Yes, <laughs> basically. Yes, uh, where he 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 thought he was gonna kill Josh Hartnett after he killed the fairy. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sorry, that's his name in the movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, we <laughs> can go with it. It's, very right? it's not our fault. <laughs> uh, that's and that's right. something. I'm pretty sure that's you know. Speaking of Guy Ritchie, like I just watched Rock and Rolla. We did a Rock and Rolla Wrath of Man double so feature. Good. I think there is a guy in there. They say the same thing. Like yeah. they, they like name either name the fairy or like they just refer to him as a fairy, like something like that. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like now they're straight up just ripping Guy Ritchie. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know like what came first. I think Rock and Roller came first, or maybe oh no, Rock and Roller came after this. Okay, well either way, I don't Guy know. Ritchie it's, liked it's, it, right? It's a yeah. compliment. <laughs> He's Guy Richie's like, you know what? You took some of my editing style. You know, I'm just gonna take that fairy line and we're gonna we're gonna reuse it. Yep, I'm gonna uh, run with it. Uh but yeah, like I think like that whole twist side of it was was um kind of caught me and it was like a little more interesting to me because uh you get like the little details like in the yes. like speaking of the cinematography where it's like Morgan Freeman's ring that they keep zooming in on, and then it's like, yes. oh, that's the guy from the flashback, and then uh ben kingsley's shotgun and then it, it like reveals like that was the shotgun in the flashback and you're like oh yes. shit okay so these were the these were the guys um yep you know and, yeah so it was like it was a long con uh and, and uh i did i did like uh ultimately like how they ended with that i did think like when lucy lou when bruce willis killed lucy lou or you thought i was like <laughs> my first thing was like if this if this is true and she is dead, no. Like I'm sorry, but no. She's one of my favorite characters in this movie. Like I would I would have been so mad. And then she she makes it. Uh and I was like, okay, whew, okay, we're good. We're good. Yes. That's, that's they get to be thing. a happy couple. Mm-hmm. I really like their chemistry in, in here, Josh Hartnett and Lucy Lou. I, I that was one of my favorite parts, might be my favorite part of the whole movie. Yes, yes. Yeah. I that's another thing I really love about this movie is that the, it takes many breaks for true love. Like it takes many yeah. pauses to let these two people <laughs> just fall in love movie. with each other. For and, an action and it, movie. 
Yeah, and for like a mystery, right? Like they just let us get lost in how cute they are. But they also let that be like part of what drives the relationship. And I feel like that's a really hard thing to do in action Mm. movies because usually the woman is like servicing the story in some very specific way. And what's so great about Lucy Liu's character is like she's simply just a super game, curious lady next door who's cute and and likes you and wants to see what's going on here. (laughs) You know what? I, I didn't write this down but now that i'm thinking about it this reminds me of a lot um because they mentioned north by northwest in here which is a hitchcock mm-hmm. um my favorite hitchcock is rear window fuck and yes when his relationship in, in that movie is is based on a similar mystery where they're like trying to figure out mm-hmm. uh you know across the way what's going on she's kind of you know, it piques her interest. She's kind of, yes. like, you know what I mean? She, she's mm-hmm. like very game and, and she, you know, instead of like frowning upon it and they kind of, you know, fall in love th- through that mystery. I, I think it's very similar. And I, I, yeah, like to your point, uh, I'm glad that she, you know, had a lot of agency and basically she, she takes it on by herself to be like, okay, let me find out who Bruce, this Bruce Willis guy is. <laughs> like, let me yes. Him. Let me take a picture on my flip phone. That part made me laugh a lot. <laughs> so good. So uh, good. Yeah. Take a picture of my flip phone and then come back. And yeah, this guy came, was in the same hotel as you. And we star 69, his number. And it was just, it was so funny like <laughs> that she, she did it on herself, but she was like, I'm like, okay. Like it almost made me, one of the twists that I thought was coming is that she was involved mm-hmm. somehow because she was so yes. good at it. But she was that's... so good and competent at it. But it's just, you know, you're not used to seeing that in action movies, I guess, to where exactly. you know, that, that worked in its favor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I that, thought, yeah, that's what's so great about her. That's why I love her as a character. And that's why I love Lucy Liu's performance, because instead yeah. of it fitting into that standard where I was waiting for her to sadly be working against him or something. And yeah. I just love that it was like, no, you know, she's just game. She just is mm-hmm. like, what's going on over here? Like, I'm not a boring person. I'm like into this. And just like you said, they have such good chemistry. I am obsessed with them. I hope They're they so have good sex together. with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I hope in real life they slept together. I really it do. It would be such a missed opportunity. Like, right? If they did it. Um, both, both of them were so hot at that time. They needed to just for that was, like... That was their prime for both you of know, them. Evolution I mean, purposes. I'm sure they, look, they both look great, but that was like their prime. I mean, that was Charlie's Angels, Lucy Liu. And that Fuck, was yes. Josh Hartnett at the height of his, you know, hunkness, I guess. You know, where he, <laughs> he kind of aged out of the 90s teenage hunk into the, you know, more mature... <laughs> 2000s hunk uh right so yeah he I certainly think that was tried perfect time you know so two facts about it i know we're skipping around here but just on this is that so mm-hmm. Lu- lucy lou was 10 years older than than he was during the time making of this movie no for real <laughs> yeah wow i have it under the special feature section here That's 10 crazy. years older and they look exactly like the same age but i just she i love that because queen. How often is is like the girl so much younger? You know what I mean in these type of movies where it's Every like time. creepy. Yeah, it's like kind of creepy, and you just get used to it. Um, so I I just love that because it's like yeah, fuck yeah, do keep doing that. You know, put, put an older woman in here, like they can be just as as hot. You know, like Lucy Lewis in this movie. <laughs> For real, that is so shocking to find out because I really would have thought they have to be so close in age, like. God, she is amazing. She never ages. She, really is. she never ages. Holy shit. 
Yeah. And then the other one that I think fits into this conversation is, and I just stumbled across this fact, like, a, like mm-hmm. maybe two a month or two ago, uh-huh. uh, even before we talked about doing this movie. So I feel like it's really weird that we're doing this movie now and I can finally talk about this fact. Yes. Oh my <laughs> God. I no, love it. No one, no one has seen this movie. So it's not like I can talk about it to anybody, but mm-hmm. uh, so on the DVD commentary, uh, I guess that someone said that uh, Lu- Lu- Lucy Liu's reaction, Lindsay's reaction when she walks in, in on Slevin with his towel open is real. Uh, the scene was scripted, but Hartnett actually flashed her without telling her prior to film. Uh-oh. Oh, that's not cool, Josh. That's really not cool. Oh, that's not cool, and Josh. Uh-oh. I, like, to, but to your point, I hope that, like, they were, like, banging at the time. And so, like, it was a fun thing and yes. not, like, I'm forcing my, you to look at my penis thing. <laughs> right. I really hope there was a consensual situation yeah. in between. I'm hoping for option A. I'm hoping <laughs> yes. it's option A. But I, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because that's, that's not cool. <laughs> that's so good. And then they, I mean, like, it's scripted, you know, that they talk about his penis and everything. So it must have been crazy in real time to you know for her to like not know what was going on and then like be just be talking about it that's what a funny i love when that happens (laughs) i love her line too where she's like a little bit afterwards i mean all their dialogue together like i just i could have used the whole movie just with them too honestly like like i said they're my favorite part but when she's like she's like uh when you put your penis on exhibition yes yes like i was just like oh man that's so like funny like because they really do a good job of making him this dork like josh Hart in this door he's in his towel for god's sakes for like the you wrote it down for like the first 30 minutes of this movie he's in a purple towel yes. uh going going to these penthouses <laughs> which are <laughs> yep. beautiful by the way we haven't talked about it but those penthouses were sick like those were yes the winding staircases the fireplaces like the red drapery i was like holy shit like these this is a baller ass penthouse (laughs) yes yes the like Uh, really interesting way that those penthouses sort of looked the same but had subtle differences because you know like these mobsters are the same guy they're just so similar the boss the boss and the rabbi yeah exactly they like can't can't allow their differences to be you know what is good about them they're just too similar and i love that the penthouses mirror that in some way they can never leave they can never leave they're like prisoners in their own castle (laughs) right because they're scared the other one's gonna kill them i thought that was like an interesting dynamic as well um yes between Ben, ben kingsley and morgan freeman and like yeah, their scene at the end was was, was pretty great. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> just, I love... They get to shit talk each other after years of just sitting in their towers. <laughs> yes, yeah, like the very fun sort of, again, farcical thing where like, you know, they're these really powerful guys who are afraid of each other and yet they live across the street. And it's like, oh, yeah. I can't leave. <laughs> it's like, yes, you can. And if you did, you could find a safer space to be all the time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's such a funny thing where like there might actually be something to they're actually more afraid to not have the other one in sight than they are to be maybe away. You know, like they yeah. want to keep an eye on each other just as much as they want to stay safe. Just that paranoia basically of just mm-hmm. like I don't I can't go outside, so we're just gonna stare at each other through window <laughs> bullet bulletproof windows. Yep. <laughs> bulletproof glass uh yeah that was like that was like a fun detail um 
Yeah, it's I, I I do want to talk about like the action, I guess, uh, which we can yes. talk about, even though there wasn't as much action as I kind of was expecting. <laughs> That's uh, true. It it yeah. does feel like it's going to be smoking aces, and then it is not smoking aces. Yeah, another one which I haven't seen, by the way. So that was an <gasps> option. That was an oh. option we had. That's right. Oh, maybe future episode. Mm-hmm. Maybe future episode. But I know that's like similarly like stacked casts, and, and uh, yeah. And stylish. that one's action is next level. Okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's it is still interesting. I like the the misdirect, I guess, of this one because uh, mm-hmm. there was some some stuff uh, that we could talk about. But yeah, what were some of like your favorite uh, action scenes slash sequences in this? Well, I, I, like you said, I really do love that open how, while it's not a huge set piece necessarily, there is something really cool about how you think it's starting slow and then it's like, (laughs) people are just (laughs) dropping dead, you know? And when he like, you know, you can tell he's thrown something and it's broken this guy's, you know, like glasses. And I just love that. Like at some point we're going to see what it is. And, you know, it's a baseball, like he kills somebody with a baseball. Yeah. That's so (laughs) sick. (laughs) What a great, I didn't write that down, but that is, that is a great one. Yeah. That is a great one. And I, I love that, you know, how a lot of the uh, top is heavy with the action so that you can have kind of fun in the secondary pieces. Because, mm-hmm. like, his dad getting, you know, worked over and, like, really beat up is, like, pretty f- fucking gross. Like, it yeah. looks nasty, gnarly when they're kicking his ass. And it's in the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, and, like, they're going to slow that, it down. <laughs> that Bruce Willis scene where he's talking to this random guy in this, like... Oh, so good. This, what is it, a bus station like I airport i i don't know <laughs> it's yeah. very random it's some kind of transportation waiting area and he's just in a wheelchair telling this guy the story about the kansas city shuffle and <laughs> what is that well let me tell you. <laughs> it's so so it's, good it's yeah but it's like but you you kind of get sucked into it where you're like oh shit like where is it you don't know where this is going uh and even the guy i I think that was one of my favorite like lines where uh (laughs) he's like what does he say he's like he's like she fuck shit jesus and then bruce willis goes fuck shit jesus is right (laughs) yes yes Yeah, his ability uh, to be so quiet and then so sharp yeah. is is my favorite thing about Bruce Willis across the board. <laughs> yeah, and then, then you get the the Kansas City Shuffle explanation. They look right, you go left, and you can't have one without a body. And then snaps the guy's neck after yes. telling him this whole story. <laughs> you yep. got to think the story took like how long as hell. <laughs> Bruce Willis just coaxing this guy just to get him behind them do the kansas city shuffle but i guess that's what it is that's what it takes you got you got to misdirect you got to use misdirection and i think that's also what's pretty great about this movie is they don't actually do too much wasting right almost everything that takes place in the story does make sense and is important to all connected yeah yeah what the breakdown is going to be and i love that it's like right down to you know this very unassuming opening scene that you know for Mm -hmm. all intents and purposes really just feels like oh we've got to give you a bunch of information because as bruce willis openly says the inciting incident has already taken place <laughs> yes <laughs> he was like i was i was so like i don't know he's like such a mysterious piece in this like i almost mm-hmm. wonder if like 
like this this almost could have been like a Nicolas Cage part. Like he was having some real yes. weird like Nicolas Cage energy to this movie. Like some weird this grifter guy <laughs> called yes. Mr. Good Cat. <laughs> Mr. Good Cat. Uh, <laughs> good kid. Yep. Wait, is it good cat or good kid? I think it's good. I think it's good cat. Yeah, I think it's good cat. I must have just put a typo on here. That's how tired I was last night. (laughs) It's all Uh, good. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's cool that there's nothing really missing. And, you know, even though there's not a lot of action, that opening action at least sets a tone. And I think there's some other good pieces. What what are some that stick out to you or, you know, which where, where did you really get excited? I was going to say like, well, I kind of already talked about it, but the, the, uh, and you have it here too, that the bodyguard shootout was like, cause like I said, there wasn't that much action. So I was kind of itching for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, we're kind of like two thirds of the way in. I'm like, all right, could you, I could really use like an action scene somewhere, like, even though I'm enjoying the story and yep. then, uh, Josh Hartnett pulls out the silencer, kills the guy. I'm like, okay, I was not expecting that. You know, yes, <laughs> he was yes. Like, he was getting, he was getting very like emotional. You thought you you thought he was kind of chicken out or something, you know. Uh, at least mm-hmm. I did. Uh, and then he's like, um, "Someone's here to kill you. I gotta warn you." And he's like, "Who? Me?" Silencer <laughs> to the <laughs> to the stomach. Uh, so the guy's good. bleeding out. Bruce Willis comes in. Uh, headshot has to, you know he makes him really dead. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, holy shit, what's going on here? He, he you it got established that he was going to uh kill josh hartnett and you know what i mean kind of make it look like a like what do they call it? like a murder suicide type of situation his gay lover something like that and <laughs> yes he a great doesn't line. do that instead he <laughs> instead he 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 uh switches on the 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 fairies like alarm system uh mm-hmm. where the soldiers come out and then double yes. silencers both of them uh, as they're blasting through the wall, I was like, okay, like that, that's all I needed. I just needed that. Yes. Uh, so that, that kind of filled in that, like, you know, I was, I was kind of waiting for something to happen and they delivered totally with that scene. That was like a lot of action. And, uh, it, it kind of worked with the story too, because I, you, at that point, you're still not sure what's going on with Bruce Willis and that's right. uh, you do find out, um, like kind of right after that, um, uh, what's going on with him. That's right. That's right. I think I, yeah. the reason I love that scene is because it does sort of, again, clue you into like the truth that's underneath here, which is that this, this stuff is pretty nasty, right? Like that open yeah. is reminding you just how nasty, you know, these, these gambling, uh, like dons are where like, you know, bookies are really important to them. Bookies are connected. Nobody should ever fuck with bookies and don't owe anybody money ever. And, you know, Oh, I love it. Who was that? Danny, Danny Aiello? Danny yes. Aiello as the bookie. Basically, yes. what, what, you're, what, what you're saying, though, he says the exact same thing. Like, this is these are people you don't want to owe money to. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and uh, turns out they kill him, the bookie. They kill the dad. Yep. They kill the dad's family. It's like, holy shit. Like, these, like you said, these are some brutal ass gangsters. Like, mm-hmm. uh, they are not fucking around. <laughs> nope. <laughs> in this movie. And no. And I think that's what's kind of cool about this bodyguard scene in particular, too. Because once we see Josh Hartnett commit a crime, right? Or commit a murder, I mean, once we see that happen, yeah. that's when I feel like it all starts to click in another way. Cause when I first saw this, I was like, okay, straight up Josh Hartnett is that little boy done. 
he's that little boy. But I wasn't so yeah. sure that he didn't just like exactly. follow in his dad's footsteps and gamble. And, you know, Bruce Willis might want to come in and clean up a mess that he made by like not killing the kid originally. But I didn't necessarily mm-hmm. see that like, no, <laughs> Josh Hartnett actually like grew up to become Bruce Willis's son in many ways and is as cold as he yeah. is. And I love yeah. that that sort of starts to become a little bit more clear as he goes from like, oh, I can't believe I just killed this guy to being like, I'm going to suffocate these motherfuckers. <laughs> well, they do. They do a red herring, too, though. Like, I do want to mm-hmm. point out that, like, he says, because um, Morgan Freeman kind of is like, you're really calm in this situation. You know what I mean? And then he's like, well, I have uh, ataraxia, yes. uh, which is. Uh, freedom from worry and i because i was kind of wondering that too i'm like this guy is like he's popping off at the mouth like even after <laughs> getting punched in the nose and then like just beaten up pretty much the entire movie i'm like this guy just talking shit not yes. worried about these gangs these gangsters these lethal gangsters and then when he said that i was kind of like okay like i i was kind of thinking of um fuck was uh knives out where she had mm-hmm. but she couldn't lie she threw up every time <laughs> she lied it was like is it gonna be one of those weird i guess he he just can't worry or at all i mean that's pretty much most action heroes anyway so right. i kind of was like i buy it you know i didn't really question it i was like i guess yeah you just can't worry but that's yeah. made up right like he just he made that shit up i think that your so assumption? like how do i yeah. get it yeah i wanted to try to get some when he was like, oh, I just, like, don't worry about anything. Yeah. <laughs> but like, oh, I'm totally I, with you. I could use some ataraxia right now. <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> but there's something kind of telling about that, though, because, like, that's also the demeanor that Bruce Willis has, too. Like, he's so unafraid. In every movie. At times. Is, In every movie. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, that's, like, Think just a it. Bruce Willis thing, but especially in mo- in action movies. And so maybe yeah. there's something about how, you know, like, even though these things happened to him when he was a boy, he grew up with, like, a person who sees the world the way Bruce Willis does. And if right. you know that you can kill can you anybody in the Bruce room. Willis was your dad? Can you imagine that? It'd be awesome. It'd be so awesome. It'd be dope. You would definitely have ataraxia if the Bruce yes. was your dad. It's, yeah. It's so true. No doubt. Uh, nope. Yeah, there's no way you couldn't turn out just cool as hell. Exactly. Yeah, and I was... It was funny, too, like, the double gun thing. Like, I mean, that's like an action movie, like, just trope Stable. at this point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, staple. There you go. Better word for that. Uh, but, uh, Bruce Willis, if you like whatever, I was like, Bruce Willis has done that before. And then I, go- I was Googled it last man standing. If you look at that, that the poster, the yeah. poster has Br- Bruce Willis, double, double <laughs> guns on the poster. And like, so I just, in my head, I guess when Bruce Willis does that in movies, I'm just like, it just looks right. I'm like, this yep. is like, yes, this is. Nothing to question here. He just looks badass doing it. Uh, That's exactly yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely why there's got to be, you know, an entry into history that we're having this conversation because this movie's so crazily underrated and that's why we don't see that it's like really connected to so many things you know even when it's not just directly referencing them because i do love Mm -hmm. like you said the references and i i have to think that like with a a cast this deep and like this big of a production that like people thought it was going to be huge but like you know, it's got a bunch of big actors in it who are all really talented. And I wondered if it did well. Did it underperform? Do you know? 
I don't know. But you know what I think hurt it? And I'm this is just my guess. Mm-hmm. If, I don't think it did well. I don't think it, that's my guess is that it did, did it. I'll, I'll look it up and fact check myself. Right. But the, the three choices I gave you are mm-hmm. all movies that in my head are like the same movie. But then I just realized later that these are all different movies and I've never seen them. And I think the reason I never saw them mm. is because I just assumed they were the because they you look at the poster, you look at yep. the trailers, they're all made within a year of each other. So those three movies is um, Smoke and Aces. <laughs> This one, Lucky Number mm-hmm. Eleven, and uh, Shoot 'Em Up with yep. uh, Clive Owen. Yeah, I never saw any of them because I'm just like they all like all got great casts. They all <laughs> they, the posters look the same. Uh, it's they're probably actually I just I don't know I just I didn't see it for that reason and I wonder if there was some kind of fatigue at that point. Uh, well, it's so interesting people from seeing it. There probably was, but it is interesting that, you know, those three fit together like that for you, because that's definitely like what's problematic about all three of these is that like, I would say Smoke and Aces is going to have all of the action we want, but it's not going to feel as, as fun and light and twisty and turny in, in ways we want that Lucky Never Slept and will be. And, uh, it shoot them up is, is like darker. I only saw it once and I just remember thinking it was really boring. So I could be crazy, but we definitely should Which do one? that at some point. Cause shoot him up. So I, I really can't okay. remember it, but I love, I just remember my dad, my dad's short review after seeing it. I think it's shoot him up is the one. And he just mm-hmm. came back home and he was like, that shit was so dumb. He was like, <laughs> Clive yeah. Owen kill somebody with a carrot or something like that or like mm. some something with a carrot related in it and i was like yeah that sounds kind of dumb and i just i don't know i just i just never saw it. just off that review i just was like yeah whatever i'm good on it so mm-hmm. i did look it up okay this movie did not do well <laughs> uh, oh no the budget the budget for this movie was 27 million uh nice. estimated okay and uh so opening weekend oh my god opening weekend in us and canada made 7 million no uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. oh shit and, uh and then i guess domestic gross overall 22 million didn't even make its money back at all and fuck. uh world worldwide gross made 56 million uh which is a little bit better but uh, in terms of like movie making that's not good at all like yeah there's a reason there's not a sequel to lucky number (laughs) slipping i mean that's fine that's fine we wrapped it up we don't need a sequel that's fine but still even though i did find out josh hartnett he said he said he might be interested in making a sequel with lucy Liu to this movie and i was going to ask you would you be interested in that Yes, if the two of yeah. them will return, then I'm absolutely interested in like you know, 15 years later, what's going on with these two? Because yeah, I can't Do you bring Bruce like... Willis back cameo. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he'll, if what's he'll Mr. Have Good us, Cap been up right? to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like is he? Is it going to be more of sort of like the whole ten yards where he's like given up, or can we have some more fun with an old uh, contract killer in retirement? Yeah, I think you could. I mean, dude, Hitman's bodyguard's wife got a sequel. Like, come on, dude, <laughs> it was so good. It was so oh, good. <laughs> um, it, My dad it, also liked it. So yeah, you're not the only one. It's very fun. But, 
Yeah. Un- unlike that, this film though, that one was a hit. The first one for that one was a hit. So that's why that movie got a sequel. Hitman's yep. Bodyguard was made a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's all it takes. That's all it takes to get a sequel. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I think that's another reason why I loved revisiting this because I like that there isn't like a, a sequel that's necessarily forced because I feel like they just kind of do what they needed to do here. And it's like if you're only going to get one chance to make, you know, the movie you want to make and, and you want to be a little bit of Tarantino and you want to be a little bit of Guy Ritchie, then like, thank you for your entry. I will always be talking about it. <laughs> no yeah like i i can see that because you like to your point of revisiting it i can see this being like a fun it's never on though like because i remember like mm-hmm. on tv they would play i i think smoke and aces probably got the most like replay out of all three mm-hmm. and i would see that on but i just never watched it but um yeah this one it's like it's kind of a, unless you were going into it wanting to watch it uh, I feel like you, it's, it would be, it's hard to find this movie or like, you know what I mean? It's not like yeah. it show up in the alg- algorithm to like, you like this movie. So lucky number 11, we recommend lucky number 11. Nope. <laughs> <You know? Nope. laughs> so yeah. it is kind of an oddity in that way. So I do, I do like that. We, we kind of uh, watched it for that because it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of a 2000s relic that, you, that doesn't really get made anymore. I mean, Guy Ritchie's latest movie uh mm. wrath of man he's not even doing the uh the guy ritchie thing anymore it doesn't even nah. feel like a guy ritchie movie nope. um i liked it still but it's like this whole style i feel like is like so 2000s now that mm-hmm. you just don't really see it i mean he did the gentleman last year with, with kind of the same style to it but uh yeah mm. i don't know you just don't see it as much anymore so uh it's it's fun to to revisit though this, these kind of I mean like Boondock Saints and all those two thousands movies that are just so so unabashedly like you know trying to trying to evoke that Tarantino Guy Ritchie style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. sort of looking for that splurge that uh, you know that that like pop. Uh, form of it and i like that this movie is is existing there and making choices there but that you know like sadly because it wasn't maybe more like those other films it ends up really fall into the back and poor yeah. josh hartnett you know he every time know, right? he was given a vehicle <laughs> it was gonna really need to be built around him fuck did they did something not work and it's not for lack of trying because like i think he's great in this and i love his chemistry like it's just such a shame that you know the because of the the time and the stories and everything that's being made that like you know you just make one of these movies because that's what's being made and like hope yours is the one people remember right it's 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 such a hard thing to make a hit movie because you never know what's gonna work for people Um, exactly so speaking speaking of hardnet though i think it's a good transition to get to some of these these great actors in this character actors and actors yes. uh where, where where were you at at Hartnett at the time because like i have a deep in vi- love very vivid deep in love <laughs> you had his <laughs> posters on your wall 
<laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I'm such a huge fan of his. He, I, I wasn't in love with him in like a romantic way because he really resembles to me my brother. He just looks like my brother to me. So I just oh. loved watching <laughs> him in everything. And I was like, he's my favorite of all time. I love him so much. And so it's more sort yeah. of like I feel like I'm watching my son a lot of the time when I watch Josh Hartnett. Mm. And it's the best. It makes me so happy. And Does your I brother uh, look like it. he has bedhead at all times? times when like he just woke up two minutes ago (laughs) he certainly did in the early 2000s (laughs) oh my lord i posted it on on my instagram like a collage of his his greatest hair looks i mean dude i can't believe it it almost was like someone challenged him to be like i bet you you can't look hot in the ugliest hair like the most crazy hair and josh hartnett's like i'll take that bet and And i'm just like yeah, and then just has patches. I mean, Halloween H2O, this guy has patches on one side and longer on the other side. Like, it's yep. egregious. For anybody else, they would look so dumb. But uh, for some reason, Josh Hartnett pulls it off. And in this one, it's all over the place. Like, it's like it's flipped up. It's to the mm-hmm. side. It's combed over sometimes. It's like you never know. Like, that, the, his hair in this movie has an arc. I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, he, it's so he's such a He's such a time capsule of not only, like, yeah. you know, the, the character they're going for in the story, but sort of, like, this guy, this type of guy that existed for a while that, like, it's so funny because it feels really far away, even though people love wearing effortless hairstyles to this day. Right. Like this was sort of insanely you're using fucking wax because nobody's hair just looks like that after waking up. Now you're really pushing it. (laughs) I think it it was his thing. (laughs) It was. I think I became a Josh Hartnett fan. Uh, This is a true story, too. When Mm -hmm. uh, my my my, uh, middle school crush said that uh, her family thinks I look like Josh Hartnett and she thinks I look like Josh Hartnett. And I was yes. like, okay, I, I, I got to watch this guy's movies and I got to see if I agree one. And two, is this guy cool or is he like, you know what I mean? A lame, like, I, you know number I mean? I'm one. like, I, I, I got to study up this, this Josh Hartnett guy and see like what's going on. And I actually like a lot of his movies, like to, you know, at the end of the Me day, too. like I, 40 days and 40 nights. It's like, it's not a great comedy, but like they used to play that on comedy central, like all the damn time, like every day. I, I got to say 40 days and 40 nights. The, that movie is amazing because there are so many boobs in that movie. That movie has, Oh my God. He has a dream where he's, he's floating over boobs. Isn't that exactly. a thing it's in there? So, he's like, so good. It's perfect. <laughs> It's absolutely perfect. And I'm so glad that that too is on record because he really does have such a unique career. And, you know, the the broad spectrum of people that he's worked with, even in, you know, the, 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 I don't want to say small, but like the time, the minimal period he was on top is kind of insane. You know, like he's here with Bruce Willis and Ben Kingsley and fucking Morgan Freeman. Like what? He's just talking with them and like going toe to toe and the tooch, you know, like he, he fits right in and yet can't really really stay. And I feel like that happens in each of his movies because, you know, like even in 40 days and 40 nights where again, he's carrying it. It's this weird thing where it's like they, they don't even trust him to carry it. So they just put boobs everywhere to make sure people come. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, it's not ideal. You guys. But, I mean, he does, 
he does the best what he can. I mean, to anyone who hasn't seen 40 Days and 40 Nights, it's where they so Josh Hartnett gives up sex for Lent, basically. It has to mm-hmm. give up sex for 40 days. <laughs> <And> <laughs> my guy struggle. I think he like falls in love at, while on this journey. And, like it's, that's where the story, yeah. I mean, it's, it's also it's very pretty... <laughs> 2000s because it's based around yeah. the bet, which like so many 90s and 2000s movies oh, are yeah. based around bets and or gambling, just like his other film that we're discussing right now um but true, yeah very true it, he he definitely is this is like a good one of his as the lead actor that like it stands up right like his hair is ridiculous his style is ridiculous but he makes it Pun work intended. here stands up <laughs> yeah stands up like his hair <laughs> yep yep um just some other ones too i mean like 30 days of night i love that it's one of my yes. favorite vampire movies to this day Me too. so great Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the faculty mm-hmm. uh, slept on alien movie. Uh, I think people like it's got a great teen cast Obsessed. in that as well. Ha- Obsessed Halloween with it. H2O. Halloween yes. H2O yep. Playing uh, Lori's son mm-hmm. uh, in that. And uh, speaking of what we just talked about, Wrath of Man, my guy comes back. That's right. Wrath of Man. And my so like, good. one of my only complaints about that movie, I needed some more Hartnett. Yes. I wish they that's gave me exactly some more Hartnett right. in that. That's exactly <laughs> right. Like, I was so jazzed when I saw him there. And I was like, yes, bring him back. Yeah. Get back on the big screen. You've been doing so good yeah. on TV. But get back up here, guy. Um, I needed yes. more of him. Needed more of him. So he, you know, he turned around and he's now he's in a Guy Ritchie movie on his credit. So, mm-hmm. I mean, cool. that's cool as hell. Yes, yes. He he definitely is of a time, but I think he can have the McConaughey situation happen for him oh, too. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Um and then Lucy Lou. Um <sighs> I mean between Charlie's Angels and Kill Bill, I mean her two thousands, it it doesn't really get any better than that. You know what I mean? Like nope. Charlie's Angels was such a successful action franchise by itself. And then she was in a Tarantino film. Like, I mean, come on. Like, so uh, to to have to see this and like not really know about this one, this action one, and it's like her role in it. I thought, like I said, it's my favorite part of the movie. Like, it's yes. it really holds up as far as like you know her like taking the action on by herself. Uh, I love that she works at a morgue or whatever. Like it's definitely not what I expected her to do, but that was like, I, that was cool. It's cool so to me. Good. So, so <laughs> they good. just put that in there just for her to see the dead bodies. I feel like to get her more involved, but it's okay. I still liked it. <laughs> I mean, it's a testament to the fact that she's a good partner for Slepin, um, or I guess for, yeah. uh, what, what's she can his handle real name? a corpse. <laughs> yeah, she's cool. She gets it. Um, it. It definitely speaks to how you know she too isn't too scared uh, to confront kind of like what's going on. Yeah. No, and then their whole conversation on Bond. I'm like, oh my god, yes. that was that was amazing. Like, just you know, uh, they're talking about like name your favorite Bond, and they're saying all of the Bonds, but the <gasps> one real Bond. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's exactly my, my my thoughts on Bond. One thousand percent. Like, yes, I was like, they're kind of dancing around it, and it's really like cute, uh, romantic yeah. way. But I'm like, I'm like, I really hope they say that Sean Connery's Bond. In all seriousness, I take my Bond takes very serious. Uh, and yeah, and you're when right. They, when they finally got around to it, and they were like, you know, Scotland forever. I was like, oh yes, like That's this scene right. couldn't have gone any better. 
they landed mm-hmm. it loved it uh yeah that was it's just true i mean yeah what a romance right there you started off on james bond fandom i mean if that happened Perfect. to me i mean come on <laughs> that could, it, yeah it that'd really be great. is yeah they they literally have that like very standard meet cute situation where it could really just be a phone and thing and you know that scene really just does let them both connect in a way yeah. that standard meet cute you know seeing yep. his penis like, yep. like with his towel you know standard stuff you know? Yep. always being able to leave right before some trouble shows up you know conveniently oh, yeah. just skipping out that's what made me think she was in on it i'm like how is she always leaving when something happens like this is come on now <laughs> i love it i love it i, I like just came to borrow some that. sugar sugar yes <laughs> that was a good line i love that such line. a good line mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks for the sugar sugar <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so God. good yeah the dialogue is the dialogue is really good in here like uh, that's mm-hmm. There's just so many, so many quotables on that. Um, but yeah, that's one of my favorites from her. Or uh, the other one I have for her is uh, <laughs> where he's like, I think I got a pigtail. And she's like, pigtail? Yes. He's like, a cop, a cop. She's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like she doesn't know about this world at all. And like, you yep. think that he doesn't either, but she's totally down for this, you know, adventure. Yes. So exactly i just love that love their whole relationship yeah they're they're such a good match and together as actors they work so well and i think the same can absolutely be said for how like random slash interesting ben kingsley v morgan freeman is oh can we talk about it yes (laughs) yes like what you know like these two heavy hitters like they didn't do enough for me frankly that's like one quip I have is mm-hmm. I kind of wanted a little bit more. It felt like they that. were in different movies. It felt like, you know this what I mean? Like they didn't, they <laughs> didn't know <laughs> you got Kingsley playing like kind of the insane. very like reserved, insane person. But then Morgan Freeman kind of doing his like, um, it reminded me of wanted. Have you seen yes. that one? Yes. Where he's, he, yes. he plays the villain in that. And he's kind of, I th- he's I more that. like standard standard action villain in this movie like yeah but it, yeah i think the weird one was more kingsley it was like so i couldn't weird. understand what he was trying to go for what the fuck <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah like the dialect he's chosen i just feel like ben yeah. loki is constantly culturally appropriating in the most hilarious ways and i just don't know what to do I mean, with it's it gandhi for god's sake yeah. God. Yeah. like i don't know what to do because he commits so hard Right. Like he goes in and like believes the character he plays like he's tearing up at certain scenes. He is so good. And I just love when they finally get together at the end and like then get to work off of each other because that's what that's the best part. Yeah. Like that's the the best part between them. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're saying, because then it's like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. They're rivals. This makes sense to me. Them yep. by themselves was like two different movies. Honestly, it was two different movies they were in. It's uh, so true. It, so, uh, yeah, at the end when, uh, man, that was just so cold-blooded when uh, Morgan Freeman, he's like, look at my smile. 
I killed yes. your son. And he's just smiling. He got a shit-eating grin on his face. I was like, oh, damn, what a motherfucker to do that. <laughs> That's just like, damn. It's so true. It's uh, like you expect them at that moment to be like, hey, somebody is fucking with us, which they're going to get to. But they have to, like, stop for a second and quickly challenge each other once more. Right. Like make yeah. sure that they both know that like I'm still number one or like, no, you're not. I am. They can't even get over the fact that like they've been bested. Somebody has bested them here. Yeah. I mean, they're going to try to one up. Hartnett's and, and Freeman's uh, introduction scene was was good, too. I'll say that. Like that was a yes. good, you know, what I mean, I'm not the guy you're looking for. How do you know who I'm looking for? <laughs> He's like, he's like, what if I was going to give you $96,000? Are you going to give me $96,000? No. Yes. You owe me <laughs> it's like, it's just like this back and forth between them that I thought was like really good. And it's, his name is just the boss. Like that's yes. another like Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie always has nicknames for everybody. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like the, the, like the thugs underneath Freeman were, were straight up Guy Ritchie, like, you know, yes. thugs or whatever. They tried oh. to be, uh, what was their names? Um, well, I know McKelty is one because he's Bubba. So I'm about always identifying Bubba in a cast of anything, even though today <laughs> Forrest Gump's Bubba not Gump great. Shrimp. Right. Bubba even Gump though Shrimp. Yeah. in retrospect is not great. He always brought me so much joy when I was a kid because that's such a hard, dramatic film to watch and it's sad. So I love him. And I agree. Like, I don't think they really like did they didn't do anything dynamic here with these they characters just put They're sort of straight up. I was like, it's so what random. The fuck? Like, what was that about? That was such a weird choice. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like you said, they just like sort of lifted right from like what Guy Ritchie would have there in a caricature way. And so they gave him like nothing to do. Yeah, it was a bad it was a bad role. OK, I got the names here. It's uh, so, yeah, his name is slow with an E. Uh, which is again cringe 2006 humor, and yep. then uh, and he's like, and I'm and I'm Elvis, um, sidekick what? Elvis or whatever. And so it was, yeah, they didn't work. I didn't think the thugs on either side worked. Like either either no. for the Jewish the Jewish thugs, they were so small their parts. They just kind of were following them around, and then when they died, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about them. Like they were just. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, they're still in this movie. I forgot. It's true. (laughs) They're like, they're really phoned in because they just sort of look like the most base Jewish-ish looking guys. You know, like Corey Stoll is just chilling. Like he doesn't do anything special. They're like really caricature-y. And that's kind of what stinks about sort of like the limitations around Ben Kingsley and uh, Morgan Freeman here is because they're like in two different movies and don't get to work with each other as much. Like... They're not very dynamic either. Like, seems no. kind of easy for for you know Slevin to get this over on them. Yeah, and then he, even the one opposite of Corey Stahl, it's like he's like, is he a mute? And he's like, no, <laughs> not exactly. And it's like, okay, so that's that's it. That's the only that's the characterization we're gonna give him. He just he just yeah. is quiet. <laughs> yep, that's all we're going okay, with. Cool. Uh, another one I really don't think had a lot to do <laughs> was uh, Stanley Tucci is in this thing yeah. as a cop, and it's like so he's good. investigating it, but all he really can do is just follow again, follow Josh Hartnett around. He's always a step behind, and then uh, <laughs> kind of just intimidate him. Who are you? You know, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> and just and, that, and that's it. And then, but then at the end, gets murdered by a heart <laughs> and because... i was like oh shit i was not expecting that but yeah it, they do they do uh 
it does tie around. Yeah. Well, what's so funny ha- yeah. is, is like <laughs> sometimes because I am paying such close attention, like whether or not I call something, I will sometimes like make a joke that ends up being telling. And being the first true. time I, I was, do that too. yeah, I do the that first too, time yeah. I was watching this movie when he went to the morgue and was like, Oh, I used to sign my checks over to him. I was like, fuck, he's going to get it. He was a part of the whole yeah. shit. He was a part of it. If everybody yep. in this story gambles, they're a fucking part of this. <laughs> he's like, I and, knew that guy. I knew that guy. Yeah. I used to sign my checks. Yep. Yeah, yep. but it was also sort of like that's definitely just like them crossing the box of like there's got to be a corrupt cop in a story like this too right can't tell Has this to. story without a corrupt cop and then um robert forster who they he just had one day of work of just <laughs> sitting in his chair and just yes reading what happened to stanley tucci it's so good <laughs> which i was like oh my god they got robert forster to just do this via this phone call that's hilarious uh but i, I love robert forster so i'm not gonna complain r.i.p yes. oh great character sure. actor I saw him once at a gas station and I was like, oh, man. I, do I say something to him? I want to say uh, something to him. And I just got too scared because, yeah. you know, he's he's a really intimidating he person. He seems like I think. a cool guy, though. I feel <laughs> well, like he might be cool. Yeah. But like, you know, you're in your life at the gas station. It's really the worst place That's true. to just go up. <laughs> but I remember being like, yes, he has to get gas. We're the same. I'd probably just be like, Jackie Brown fucks, dude. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Brown's my shit, and then just slaps, like, bro. all right, see you, yep. guys, see you, dude. <laughs> uh, he is. I love. I when probably he would shows just up. muster that. I wouldn't bother him with the pics or anything. I just let him know. Love well, it. Next time I find day, Josh sir. Hartnett, and I get to go back in time. <laughs> oh, right Josh Hartnett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Josh Hartnett. I don't know what I'd go with, man. There's so many to choose from. I'd be like, dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, everything. I don't know. We just talked about it. Everything. Yep. yep. Um, and then I just want to just point out, like, so I, I did, we just, wa- I just watched the Saw franchise. I think you did too, right? You went yep, through all the yep. Saws again. Mm-hmm. And uh, Peter, Peter Outerbridge plays a cop in here, and he's yes. he's in, a, he's the main character in Saw Six. And I just thought it was interesting because, like, I don't know. I guess it like put in the back of my head like there could be a twist in this, or I bet mm-hmm. you there's a twist in this. Yeah. And I'm like, he's in a Saw movie, which is like like the famous twist or whatever in all the yes. songs. So I just thought that was like a funny like uh comparison right there. It's like, oh, he's has a really small part in this, but it's like he he kind of is in a saw movie and then this mm-hmm. one which is like a an action saw movie with the twist at the end. Yep, yep. I mean, I guess I do kind of like sort of the the like passive little twists that that we get in the end there because I think yeah. what they're setting up is that like Josh Hartnett is the more Kansas like City bumbling. Shuffle. Yeah. And and <laughs> I love when you realize that like he is the one who's sniping out here and and Bruce Willis is really just like yeah, wearing that that, cool. that attitude i like those kinds of little twists and turns and and the fact that like he isn't just gonna shoot them he's gonna suffocate them like it's been kingsley's favorite way to die in a movie because i've seen him do this more than once that was that was one of the trivia trivia facts i had too was that this wasn't the first time (laughs) that kingsley did this which is random it's insane (laughs) it's he loves it he seriously must love it he's like Um, dude get that plastic bag out um Duct tape it around <laughs> put it, my put it throat. over my face. Let's go. 
<laughs> I've trained for this. I went through all acting school to do this. So let's, let's right. go. <laughs> He's so a knight good. for God's sakes. <laughs> he yeah. can do what he wants. <laughs> That's right. We can trust his skills. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I thought that was funny too. Do, do you think it was earned though? I did want to ask you that earlier. Like, do you think ultimately, cause like that was one thing I feel like, you know, we, we could get into nitpicks or whatever that we had mm-hmm. with it. But I was mm-hmm. like, because I think it might, you might be able to blame Ben Kingsley because you didn't, you didn't really hate him because he mm-hmm. was just doing weird. You didn't get enough of him. And so I was like, when he, when he, you know, he's crying at the end, he just lost his son and then he's about to get suffocated to death. I was like, holy shit. Like, this is, <laughs> yes. I was like, I... this is heavy, dude. Like, but I, I, you know, the twist was cool, but um i don't know i was just like yeah i mean he could have just like shot him i feel like and just gone about his day but it just felt so much personal and i i get that's the twist but uh yeah i Mm. don't think it fully worked for me just off the the brutality of it personally or maybe like what if they like made morgan freeman and dude get into like a war and then kill each other just off of that or something you know what i mean like it could have been that's some what kind I thought, of twist on it yeah yeah that's what i thought would happen and i agree that like it is way more brutal than it than it should be you know like it doesn't really earn it but i do admire that like that's again what like this director when he got his shot was like i'm doing i'm gonna make you think it's safe and fun and he's all cute he's a heartthrob or whatever but you know what he's a fucking sicko he's a sicko just like yeah. Bruce willis is a sicko and maybe they have you know charisma but they're monsters this is, <laughs> i can i yeah to your point this dude probably was like what happens at the end of pulp fiction bruce willis gets in a, you know fucking tortured and yep. no one saw that coming, and I'm about nope. to do the same thing. We're about this is my gift yep. scene. <laughs> yeah. So you're pro- you're probably right. You're probably right. This dude's like, I got I got to throw people off somehow, even more mm-hmm. than the twist. So I'm gonna do that with the brutality. And it is pretty rough because, yeah, I feel yeah. like while it makes sense, I guess to one character, I like your idea better of like you know, him leaving them in this place where he's taken everything from them, just like he once was, he's wrapped his story appropriately. And then, you know, like maybe we get a set piece with these two, you know, Kings that would have been sick. Just let them duke it out. Like damn near kill each other while they're like on their, they're bleeding out with, you know, they both take each other out. Then you get Hartnett, Q Hartnett coming in with Willis and then, you know, Freeman doing like the, who are you? Mm-hmm. And then he just juice, juicily explains it. And he's like, all right, peace out, you fucks. And then leave. Like, that would have been, I feel like that would have so been good. better. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. Well, I mean, if, if they had done that, we may very well be looking at a sequel. So perhaps, you know, sh- they shot yeah. themselves in the foot there being like, I know, right? let's put a pin fully in this and kill these guys. Because, yeah, there exactly. there is something just interesting about how like it also aims to be like it's an ending right even in the end when you know love wins and and that thankfully lucy lou hasn't been killed i did Uh, appreciate that like they kept the sweet they kept the sweetness between them which Mm -hmm. like after the brutal ending i'm like fuck maybe they're not like maybe (laughs) you know like right like all bets are gonna be off now i was kind of worried about that and like they you know, they kept it. Bruce Willis, even though he, he figured out that, you know, Lucy Liu did the fake death thing uh, and let them, let them go anyway. I was like, OK, all right. I like that. I'm, I'm down with that. 
you know? Yep. Yeah. He said, he, I, I'd understand. Yep. Yep. He turns it, uh, he brings it right back into the comedic space because, you know, just like you said, we saw that brutality. We're thinking, oh no, he's caught them. And, you know, he just smirks and he's like, look, I'm a world-class assassin fuckhead. Like I, of course, know what you're doing. Oh uh, whatever, yeah. I love man. that line. <laughs> he's like, how'd you know I'm a world-class assassin fuckhead? <laughs> just perfect. Uh, Absolutely perfect. Yeah. Um, which they cut in the trailer like i posted the trailer you can check out on instagram too and like in the trailer it, mm -hmm. you just get bruce willis i'm a world-class assassin and it just doesn't have the same <laughs> ring to it it just does not <laughs> nope you need nope, that it's much better that's right that's right but yeah he um, perfectly sort of like sums it up and and i like that you know, this movie is definitely a Josh Hartnett vehicle, but Bruce Willis just does such a good job of like uh, flying the plane off and landing the plane perfectly. Mm. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, some smaller nitpicks I had. Uh, mm -hmm. No one comments on how weird the name Slevin is. Like, I'm <laughs> like, you know, even when he That's tells true. the, even when he tells the cops, I'm like, if I was a cop, I'd be like, yeah, okay, stop fucking around. Like, what's your real name? You know what I mean? Like, I, I expected, like, what kind of name is Slevin? You know what I mean? Like, that's just. <laughs> yes. It just well, it's, and, it and sounds made up. And so no one comments on it. I'm like, all right, they just nope. take those names Slevin. Maybe they think he's like European or something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all I could think was he that it was maybe a Jewish name or like a Hebrew name. And so they yeah. recognized it that way. But it is pretty funny that no one talks about it. And then Nobody. it does turn out to be significant. Right. Because like, it was the name of and the horse or something. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds like a horse <laughs> name. Like it does. I'm like, so I'm like, I'm just weird that no one commented on it. Um Oh, but yeah, I so also good. laughed at Bruce Willis's <laughs> hair in the flashback. His slick back hair was hilarious to me. I don't know. <laughs> Epic. I'm trying to make him look Epic. younger. It just made me laugh a lot. <laughs> yep. And he's just had the same smirk. You know, B. Wills is if he's here, you know that there's at least going to be a standard. And I think that in the end, you know, this is a fine movie, right? It's not the greatest yeah. you've ever seen. No, I agree. But it's definitely underrated and, and pretty fun. You know, like great mm -hmm. to revisit if if you just have like a chill evening and you want to see. It's some like fun the perfect TV and... movie. It's like the perfect if you're like yes. flipping flipping through channels and you catch it. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I feel like it's it, a right good they don't movie. play it though. They don't play yes. it like on TV, so that's why I just never saw it. I guess that's true. They got to play it more. I think they might have made their money back if they played it more. Because I got to <laughs> hear some special features before we wrap this up. If there's any good ones, I got to hear. Okay. Them okay. You know, yeah. So, that's the best shit. I know. I, I I gave you like two of the two of the hottest ones. I gave you up top with the <laughs> Josh Hartnett really flashing her. Uh, and then Lucy Liu being being ten years older than him. That I was not expecting both of those. Uh, so, so good, so good. Um, so yeah, and then we talked about the sequel already. Um, mm -hmm. Lucy Liu said that she had more fun making this movie than any of her other movies, which I thought was like, yeah. I mean, I'm like, I can't believe like she. I mean, I was thinking Charlie's Angels would be like her. That look. That looks like they were having so much fun on there, but maybe. Because she had like so much stunts and stuff in that one, maybe that's why it was harder. I don't know. For but. sure. Yeah, definitely like less work 
on on her lap in terms of extras. Like you know, she wasn't in the towel for thirty minutes of the film. Right. She didn't, you know, she was. She got to stare at Josh Hartnett for how That's many right. scenes in the towel, and maybe there was some <laughs> off-screen chemistry maybe that's why she thought it was the most fun who knows <laughs> i hope so fingers crossed <laughs> um oh this one's like really random and i'm like again this is what i thought they they could do uh but i'm mm-hmm. so glad i didn't do it it says in an alternate scene which they actually filmed slevin kills Lindsay, uh lucy lou what but it, but it was considered too dark and I'm like just thinking, yeah, I'm like, why whoa. why in the hell would she would he kill her? Like they were in love. Like that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not so wow. That would have been bad. Like, and so that's what I was scared of at the end, but they they went positive with their relationship. So I like two thumbs up on that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's then, that's uh, so true. Yeah. And then this one I thought was kind of interesting because I did not see this at all, but it does make sense. So Mm-hmm. Uh, the pseudonym alias of Slevin, his last name, he says, is Kelevra, which is mm-hmm. Hebrew for bad dog. And that is a is a hint to Bruce Willis's character, who is Mr. Good Cat. It's a little <laughs> it's really a little it's a little connection there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I didn't. I didn't know it. I didn't know that. But I guess yeah, you know, they were thinking that when they wrote like, well, "This is gonna, this is gonna blow people's minds." But that's also again <laughs> why it's like, and no one has anything no one's to say about that. his name at all, right? No one no, is hearing Slevin and thinking that's weird. No one's hearing Kalevra and thinking, "I know that. I'm one of the Hebrew folks in this story." Yeah. So it, there's something funny about how. That's like conveniently just there in order to be a nod to Mr. Good Cat. <laughs> isn't that like when Tucci dies? Isn't that like the last thing he says is like bad dog? He's like, it's Hebrew. It's yes. Like, that's the line he gets killed on. Right. So I guess that was that's like, right. They thought that was going to be like the Kaiser Selze moment of this movie. <laughs> or something. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make get any it. sense. Nope. Um, and then last one, I just speaking of like connections, Bruce Willis and Hartnett were in Sin City together. Um, if you ever want to yes. do that movie, uh, it's one of my all time favorites. I fucking love that movie. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that movie, too. Absolutely. And uh, Freeman and Willis, um, another action movie that I, I actually also like. Uh, not as much as Sin City, but they were in uh, Red together. The Red franchise. Yep. There's two Red movies. Uh, <laughs> and I love both of them. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm a fan exactly. of both. Yes. Yes. And nice. uh Yeah. And then some lines that I didn't get to mention before. I love Bruce Willis yes. at the beginning. Charlie Chaplin entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest and Monte Carlo came in third. Now that's a story. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's yes. like, oh yeah, this this screenwriter thought like, oh, this is gonna blow people. Again, this is gonna I feel like every line he came into it like this is the shit right here. This is gonna <laughs> Yep. Yep. Um Is that like a Norman Rockwell painting? My penis? Oh yeah. So many good jokes. <laughs> Love that one. Um, Love it. I like what is Morgan Freeman? I bet it's that mouth that got you that nose, because uh, he, he gets his nose <laughs> yes. broken like two times in this movie. Uh, I yeah, gotta Jesus. imagine he'd have some breathing problems, and like, but they don't address that. But <laughs> nope. But it's it's all right. Nope. It's whatever. He he already had the lack of uh, 
the lack of worry in this. So <laughs> anorexia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I love that, you know, when Josh Hartnett first goes to see Morgan Freeman and he says, you know, where do I fit in? And Morgan Freeman says, you're the trigger man. They're like, mm-hmm. they give, that's like an exact, you know, structurally mm, sound okay. piece yeah. of storytelling where yeah, he is that, absolutely that telling us the truth that he is the trigger man, not only of, you know, this conspiracy that's being planned here, but he killed the sons too. And he's going to kill everybody here. Exactly. Um, I think I said all the, Oh, I just, <laughs> I just wrote anytime that Morgan Freeman swears, it makes me laugh. Cause it's just, his voice yes. is so smooth and like classical. Mm-hmm. So, so at the it's end, the there's, just like, there's just like a line where he's just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and it just made me laugh so hard. I just, I don't know. Like, it just, I picture him like narrating like March of the Penguins. And then it's like, he's talking about, he's dropping F-bombs. Ben Kingsley too is dropping F-bombs in the ears. So it's like both of them were really trying to like yes. wrap up their performances with the, with the language and the dialogue too, the, the screenwriter. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There were, everybody was trying to like be dynamic because the screenwriter was looking to be dynamic, you know, like just great one-liners, but also like isms, you know, a gangster who would rather be a rabbi or a rabbi who would rather be a gangster and, you know, just these, these pronouncings. um, Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's one, that's one fact I forgot too, but then I forgot to mention that. But so, Mm. um, Josh Hartnett, lived with the screenwriter uh and his girlfriend in new york when he was writing the script for this and wow. so so the reason that hartnett is in a towel for a lot of this movie is because the screenwriter saw hartnett in a towel a lot of the time uh probably while <laughs> writing this movie so uh yes. he just used it he used it and uh he said it added a more vulnerable quality to slevin so yeah. <laughs> there you go. I think, <laughs> there you go. Sure. I mean, I'm sure many a teen girl was thankful. I was just going to say, I know Lucy I mean, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not too often you get to see the guy uh, treated like a piece of meat in these movies, you know? <laughs> that's very so, true. That's very true. Only, I guess it's only time that they did that. So that, that's what this movie you get. So yeah Um, god it's great it's great it definitely has it hits every note of like structurally telling a story and it it is able to kind of like morph itself into being all of these other people's types of movies and so whether or not this director moved on it's a great entry into just film history when you take a bunch of great uh people's work and then you synthesize it I think he was put on director's jail after this because uh, the only other, so yeah, the only other movies I could find he did were Wicker Park, which I've never heard of, but I guess also (laughs) stars Josh Hartnett. It looks like. It's not great. It's not. Yeah. It's not great. And then Shocker, Shocker, his movie after that, which is 2015, was Victor Frankenstein. Uh, which was also a famous Ooh, flop. So even worse, this, this director, man, worse. he just—I don't know—he got some—he got some chances to do stuff, but he just—I feel like that no is one's his best him. work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen the other two, but I—I'm pretty confident that this probably is the best one of the three, even though it flopped. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's like you said, yep. it's like a fine film. Uh, mm-hmm. It's on stars right now. I would recommend it if you're an action fan like us and uh, 
you know, you like those those highly stylized Tarantino, Guy Ritchie type movies uh, because yep. it's very indebted to those. And it's got a great cast. <laughs> I mean, you want to see Ben Kingsley as a rabbi gangster. I mean, this is your movie. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. Morgan Freeman, Bruce Willis, Josh Hartnett in the height of his powers. Like, it's just, yeah, it, it's, it is a 2000s capsule. Uh, you can get that, but it definitely holds up more uh than a, some other 2000s tarantino ripoffs so i i would For recommend sure. i'd recommend with some reservations but i would still recommend ditto you know i'm gonna yeah. keep revisiting it throughout my life and it was great talking uh you know bringing yeah. this down with you i'm so glad to have introduced you to it <laughs> It's Hell the yeah. Best. Uh but yeah, let's let's uh let's get our plugs on and then uh let's let's get out of here. I think I think we did the damn thing. So uh, where yeah, can the people did. find you, Shanny B? Oh, they can find me on Instagram at Shanny B Movies. True. What about you? Uh, catch me on Twitter at uh rampage underscore misfit. Uh my movie pages are at misfit underscore minded, and that's uh cross cross platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you again for you know a great talk. What a good time. I'm yeah. so stoked. Make sure to catch us next Friday for another edition of Movie Buffs. Mm-hmm.